0: The Red Room Theater, Episode Eighty Five, A Time to Kill. Welcome to the Red Room Theater. Where we watch movies, love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alanese. And Antonio Marino. And every month we look at one of the movies that helped raise us up. Talk about how that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today we talk about the movie A Time to Kill and how it taught us to take vengeance and to check our racism at the door. Before we hash into this big movie, okay, let's just check in with the brothers. It's been a little while. Tone Man, anything new on the Tony front going on in your life right now, dude? Yeah, new sore muscles that I didn't know I had <laughs> with my new job. What's the new job? Dude, tell us. I got a job with Waste Management. I am officially Amelia Estevez and Charlie Sheen. <laughs> man at Work, From baby. Man at Work, dude. It's an awesome dude, that job. Movie. That movie was so the bad. The for the best part of that movie. Shit! <laughs> it's shit! Oh, man, we pick up a lot of that. No, you don't. don't. go to a lot of farms, dude. They just have poop on the side of the road. It's poop again. <laughs> I talk, and you grab a can, and then there's like, oh, there's only three bags in it, and then it's, you can't even lift it up. Because it's so heavy? So heavy. But I thought, I thought poop could be used as manure. Oh, I hate manure. <laughs> Make like a tree and, and get, get out, out of here. here. <laughs> yeah, it can be used as manure, dude, but they'd rather throw out my back. <laughs> Nasty. You got any good stories for us? Your first week on the job, dude. Man, for, for first month. I've been here a month. Um, I got, I got trash juice on my lip. That was the worst day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> the worst day. Of my Man, life, I'm throwing trash, and it was like slow mo. Like the the drop went up, straight up, and you're just kind of looking at it, and it hit the <laughs> lip and you do the Peter Wegman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so man. Oh, shoot, dude. But um yeah, it's a funky job, man. Somebody's got to do it, but on a on a good note though, there's always going to be trash. Always going to be and trash. And there's a job that's out there that's not a glamorous job, but it pays it pays good and the benefits are second to Your none. Your benefits are so good, so, brother. So I'm um, I'm very happy. I'm hoping this is I'm hoping this is the next 20 years. So I'm happy. That's Congratulations, good, man. Uh, thank you. It's a good move for me. Okay, so going into what we're watching, dude, what are you watching right now? What you, have you been watching? I just went and seen the new horror movie, Us. Okay, give us the report. Fantastic. Go see it. Very original. Um, great cast. You'll recognize a lot of people from Black Panther movie. Um, original concept, when it, when it hits, it doesn't stop. It, I mean, it's like, it's, man, it's not so much. It's scary, but it messes with your mind so bad. Like I'm still thinking about it. I have to see it again. Wow. I'm just thinking about it. Uh, so that's great. And I'm just watching. You watch Netflix new movie with the Ben Affleck. Or oh, Triple Frontier? Triple Frontier. Awesome movie. If you love, um, great cast of. Buddy comedy, not, not so much buddy comedy, but buddy action. Mm-hmm. Bunch of homeboys going to mission, former um, military guys. Triple Frontier is great. I'll give it two thumbs. Um, I mean, other than that, just regular TV shows. I mean, for me, movie-wise, I am stinking. I'm, I'm, I'm watching every single Marvel movie ever made preparing geez. for Avengers Endgame. I literally, me and my kids um, are watching. What is Shazam, by the way? DC. Is it any good? People, it's getting good ratings. A lot of people are saying it was better than Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was it was a middling movie. I have no desire to see Captain Marvel. I saw Captain Marvel because I got to see Endgame, and that if it, the Marvel Universe, I'm with them. Well, I mean, I've seen it all too, so I guess I'm gonna have to watch it because Endgame's coming, and it's already crashing the internet with pre-ticket sales. I'm telling you, insane, dude. dude people are selling tickets for like ten grand a piece in L.A. Wait two days. <laughs> that's what, that's what Lena said. Um, but we're watching. I've watched from. Literally, I've watched from Iron Man One, all the way through Guardians Volume Two. So I only have like five left before Infinity War. I gotta watch uh, Spider Man Homecoming. I gotta watch. Still haven't seen Spider Man Homecoming. You gotta. Oh, no, no, no. S- That's the new one, right? That's the one that came out the with Young Kid. Yeah, Young Kid. Marceau Tomei? Yes, and uh, oh Michael Keaton is the villain. Michael Keaton God. is the Vulture. Yeah, when he should, when the when the kid shows up. To pick up the date. Oh, that scene is wow. so good. Yeah, yeah. At, that, it, it stopped great. me in the theater. It stopped Yeah, yeah that's a great one. Um, but So I got I, Homecoming, and then Black Panther, Ragnarok, and then Infinity War. Infin- Can I'm kids scared? watch all of them? We're, we're watching all of them, dude. Guardians 2 had a lot of cuss words, and Ness has been asking me about cuss words. Like, you'll hear a cuss word in a movie like A-hat, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what? A-hat. Oh, A-hat. Yeah. Um, like A-S-S-Hat. Yeah, sorry. He understand. knows the he knows the A word is bad, but he'll be like, Dad, can I say A hat? And I'm like, no, son. And later he's like, How about A hole? And I'm like, and he says the word. I'm like, no, son, no. <laughs> You're like, oh, not unless Uncle Tony's babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, dude, like they I'm afraid. He knows it's a naughty word, that's why he's asking. <laughs> he's smart. I'm afraid Infinity War is gonna hurt my son in a deep place. It hurt me. It's gonna kill him. I mean he's gonna go dead, dead, dead. Is, was it over? Is I the, looked at you and said, Okay. You, you called me and you're like, Um, is this possible? You're Can you're this like, happen? Is this the ending? You're, you're, you're like, dude. It was worse than, than Spider Man beat down crying in his own movie. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's going to hurt my son. My the son end, loves Spider Man right the now. The end of Ant Man 2 is so rowdy. It's, I can't believe that they all correlate with each other. It's cr- genius as Marvel is. Dude, Avengers Endgame classic. That was my Yoda. <laughs> it clocks in at three hours and And 28 seconds yep now here's the deal I've watched all these movies and right now my top three Marvel movies okay almost done All right. it's Avengers 1 just because the magic of seeing them come together for the first time okay because the cast is so good thanks to Ruffalo dude Ruffalo and Helmsworth and seeing Ruffalo and Downey together is one of my favorite things ever it's one of my favorite bromances ever oh it's great um then you have, so that's number number one. Number two for me is the Winter Soldier. It's, an, it's one Just fantastic. because it's so well done, well paced, the story's so tight. And my number three, it very well may be homecoming. It's up there.
1: It's I mean, Downey's in
0: it a lot and yes, so is so's his boss, man. What's mm-hmm. the guy's name? Favreau, he's like, awesome. I mean, Black Panther's also up there for me. A lot of people that like it. I love Black a lot of Panther. A people are idiots. And I think Bl- uh, Ant-Man 2's up there. I thought it was amazing. I think Ant-Man as a character is one of our favorites, dude. And Kate from Lost is still gorgeous. Jeez. Okay. So that's what we're watching. Hopefully you guys watch some good movies. I got... I will watch them. Oh, I also, dude, I'm so stupid, Tony. I don't know why I decided to watch all the Pierce Brosnan, James Bond movies. You're so dumb. <laughs> like, why? I just, dude, now I'm going to, I decided to go, you through. know what the best thing he's ever done? What? Got hit in the back of the head with a lime by Miss Doubtfire. <laughs> That's the best thing he's ever done, dude. <laughs> it's a
1: drive by fruiting. Yeah, it's a
0: run by fruiting. <laughs> and then he gives him that little smirk, like, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that he do that line. <laughs> he gets him. him. gets him in the back of the head, dude. Poor stinking dude. Listen, <laughs> listen they're really bad. Like the the, the, the James Bond. I'm Ooh, sure baby. they are. Listen, GoldenEye's good. Goldeneye is actually the best. It comes out swinging, like yeah, Bond baby. But dude goes off the rails, dude. Quick, they get real and cheesy. And then he get, he gets he loses the stinking franchise, and then he does Thomas Crown Affair. It's Which just, is a James Bond movie with Renee Russo? Yep. So I've watched. Now I'm working through Timothy Dalton's James Bond movies. So far, really bad. Dude, the only thing I want to watch him in is Hot Fuzz. He's so good in He's Hot Fuzz. He's amazing in Hot Fuzz. He's like, we've got some killer prices. Oh man. <laughs> and all those, all those dumb like Tadras. Nurb. Nurb. <laughs> dude, the ending of that movie is so good. Dude. That whole movie is dude, so fantastic. Dude, knife hits the Tabasco sauce, he's like, ah! And he's like, no! He goes, it's okay, okay. It's just Tabasco, but he, he got it. so dumb. It's so funny. Dude. Bad Boys Two. Oh, dude, they do this. They do the Point shot. Break. man. he starts shooting up <laughs> in the air. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, dude, Timothy, good Timothy Dalton pull. That was a great Dalton pull. My favorite Dalton movie. Um. Okay. So. A time to kill. Let's get into it, okay? A time to kill. We, we Why did we pick this? Because Oliver Platt, literally, flatliners led to Oliver Platt, led to a time to kill. It led to Oliver Platt being a better actor than Dennis Quaid. <laughs> 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 Someday. I was just talking to somebody and they were like, you know, I went back to Dennis Quaid because of you guys. I think it was Drew. It was Drew. And yeah. he was, he's not great. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to wake up and look outside one, and see Dennis Quaid out of my lawn One standard. day, there's going to be a Red Room Theater picture of me, you, and Dennis Quaid. And we're going to be like, oh, <laughs> He's going to be a cool dude. and We're going to feel terrible. And we're going to be like, I mean, your Wyatt Earp was aight. <laughs> 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 if, if, it was aight. <laughs> if Val Kilmer never existed, you'd be the man. And, I'm telling you, you'd be the man. Um, so don't make the same movie within five years. People do it all the time, Jeez. man. Jeez. Movies released July 24th, 1996, 65% Rotten Tomatoes, no Academy Award nominations. But What else book. came out in 96? I don't know, man. You don't know when the Academy in 96? I don't know. I didn't look, I didn't look it up for this one. But Schumacher did this movie as well as in Flatliners. So Schumacher Dang. again. Dude, Schumacher, I always talk trash on because of Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Those movies Those are give you so right. bad. Yeah, I thought he sucked, but he... He has some good movies in his stinking repertoire. He dude. Did, you know what? He did put together uh, one of the best soundtracks of all time, though. The Batman Forever soundtrack is unreal. You know what? That is a great soundtrack. Is that mm. Seal and You Too? And Stinking um, Flaming Lips. Oh, that's right. The Flaming yeah. Lips are on that. The Jim Carrey The Riddler scene. song, yeah. yeah. That's a good song. Man, dope. They're weird, but that's a dope song. Okay. The plot of this film here it is. If you've never seen this movie, first of all, oh, I'm going to say something. Movie myself. holds true today. This movie is a is is a straight up courtroom. I'm gonna drama. I'm going to try to keep some comedy in this podcast, but this movie it's going to get drama real fast. But fast now, here's the deal. Um, I don't know why we don't get a lot of courtroom dramas anymore. What do you On mean? TV, there are, there are a lot of dramas. It say, Jag? Didn't that? Uh... J- uh, Law and Order is, 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 is Law and Order is always the police part yeah. and the court part. But I'm saying, like a few good men, my Ooh. cousin Vinny, like these. Court- my cousin Vinny was, it was so. It was just good. It was a good movie. Primal fear. Oh these my god! Like they like a few good men might be one of the greatest court like like. It's the classic Perry Mason surprise witness or get the sticking witness. The, the te- they build the tension up. He he literally looks defeated. He's literally done, and he's just like, uh, no more questions. Uh, <laughs> and you're like, oh, he got him, dude! That- dude courtroom drama—you can build so much tension in that courtroom. I love a good courtroom so drama. So do I. And there hasn't been I think, even when I know what's coming, I'm like so excited for it. I like Judge and Michael Savini had that great slam dunk ending. Yes. Like sla- insane. Like, and courtroom dramas, I f- I love. And you know what? Like, uh, a son of a woman has a kind of courtroom. Scene yeah, I was at the just end. gonna say that reminded me of a courtroom. Yes, that courtroom drama, that 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 high class person versus person, a lot of speech given. I love that stuff, dude. But he's Someone's not a life. <laughs> <stitch>. <laughs> Someone's life is on the line. Like, I think the judge is the last one we've seen. That's a courtroom drama, and that movie no don't want we loved it, but him, no one else watched him and it. The Dax was amazing. Oh, dude. Um, so I miss the courtroom drama, that's all I'm saying. I, I like the genre. I appreciate the genre. I even like the TV shows as a kid. I love the Colombo. Well, I like detective shows more than courtroom shows. Not a Law and Order guy. I'm more of a Columbo guy. Yeah, I'm not a Law and Order guy either. Did we ever watch Kojak as kids? No. I think mom watched Kojak, didn't she? Kojak? We watched. That uh, was Terry Savalis, right? No, that's. Um... Yeah, it is cool Jack. Yeah. That was mom's thing. And yeah, mom liked Zavalis. With the, with the <laughs> sucker and stuff, yeah. <laughs> that's, when they trying to stop smoking? So he's, ate, he's eating the sucker yeah. the whole time? That's, that's really, pretty funny. That's really funny. We probably would like it if we went back. <laughs> oh, they're probably dated and awful, dude. Just 70s. Just, um <laughs> but uh so this is a What is Is, is, he a, fam- is that what his names for? It's that and something else. Yeah. That's Ken. not chicken the fat man. That's not Zavalis. That's some no, other no. that's a big old dude. Okay, so. The plot of this movie is simply this. we know the song, too, for it. <laughs> for what? Jack and the Fat Man? No, for... Kojak? Yeah. What is the song for Kojak? Yeah. I don't know. I can't sing it, but I have it in my head. That's crazy. Okay. This movie's simple. It's down south, okay? Like, what is it, Mississippi? Yeah. It's the south. Yeah, because they talk about Old Miss. Mm. Old Miss, yeah. A young girl... Is raped by two good old boys. Not just a young girl, bro. A ten year old. Ten year old girl, girl is raped brutally by a pair of good old boys.
1: The and they father
0: hanger, dude. Dude, the father murders the good old boys, and the movie is him the being father tried for the murders murder. because he says, "What happened to those four white guys that raped that girl? They got they off, they got off." Day. And he said, "I believe so." So he knew what was going to happen. And the, the guilt comes from her saying, I was calling for you, Daddy, and you never came. Oh, my gosh, dude. Literally, when the scene's happening, she's calling for her dad. I know. How can you watch this movie, listen, listen. dude? Oh. I haven't seen this film since I was a father. Me, I haven't seen this movie since way before Lena, dude. Dude, it was, it was really hard, man. You didn't watch it with Angie. I did. <gasps> Had she ever seen and this? We Talked really hard, her and I did about some stuff. We're hoping you need to talk about some stuff in a little bit. We're gonna get to it. Has she ever seen this movie? Yeah, she's seen it it's back in that oh. 20 years ago. So, this movie, that's the, 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 that's the, the drama is McConaughey plays a lawyer, Samuel L. Jackson's the father who kills the good old boys. And the question is this guy. There's a lot of layers in this. There's a lot of layers, a lot of there's a lot of social commentary. It's not one-sided either because McConaughey is a moderate to, Sarah, Sarah, uh, to Sandra Bullock's very liberal, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that, just, oh, their argument in the restaurant right. was crazy. And it, it's really heated. It, it's not just like we're all like a lot of movies are a liberal or conservative argument. This one. Oh, he's a liberal with conservative views. Yes. And that, that was very refreshing because yeah. people are not just They're blue not or like or red. That. No. People are all weird. And that was awesome. I love that part of it. Dude, uh, I don't want to bring this up. But I, I've i not seen this movie. There's a movie about Planned Parenthood apparently that came out called Unplanned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <dude. laughs> like my my uh. You can't get into like this. my Pennywise laugh. Mm. <laughs> but I hear people are surprised because it's not like the, the staff of Planned Parenthood aren't painted as just evil people. They're just normal people doing what they believe is right, and it's a, it's a movie has some nuance. And I'm like, well, good for you, because usually movies like this. We'll just say, they're bad guys, and they they, they want to do bad things. And I, I, I that meat is murder. <laughs> and real life isn't like that most no, of the time. No, it's not. Like, it's not, dude. It's, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Okay, so, the cast. McConaughey is the main character, plays the lawyer, who's kind of an acquaintance. Of Samuel L. Jackson, the father, the the father who killed him. He defended his brother, right, and got him off. They never say what the case was, but he said not a lot of people would have defended him. Yep. His name is Jake Brigance. Now McConaughey, in my view, I know he's had a long, illustrious career in Hollywood. Had a lot of movies he tried to make big. That I never watched. I never watched Sahara. I never watched a lot of these big movies he was in. Um, have you ever seen Mud? I didn't see. Oh mud. my God! I haven't seen Mud. I haven't seen. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. The trailer though. Oh. In the trailer, he's hilarious. That he's he's doing so that chest thing. I, I'm right in quick, the middle of the restaurant. I'm he's so quick. rich, I don't, he don't care. <laughs> Dude. That's great. He's so, great in that movie. But for me, McConaughey has one role that just sticks in my head forever. It's the classic McConaughey. It's the line I hear of his quoted the most. It's Days and Confused. Yeah, that is. Like literally. That's what you little what Come out of the gate with. He was fantastic with that. Like, dude, he man was so chill. Like, he, he was just calm, he was completely seventies. Cool. He was a seventies oh, yeah. guy. He was the man. And that line he quoted. It's a terrible line, but it's a, I've heard guys. I've heard people quote it all the time in college, dude. Um, though. I also loved him. And it's a stupid movie. Maybe one of the most guyest movies in the world. I loved him in Reign of Fire, the movie about the dragons. He oh, was great. He was ripped He was Van Zandt up. with the ball yeah, oh, head. Yeah. He was bad, dude. Goes out like a G. Oh, yeah. Goes out like a he's G. Bad. He was bad in that movie. But you never seen Dallas Buyers Club, did you? No. Oh, my God. I a lot of these gosh. movies. Where he, is just he was unreal in that movie. I know he's oh. a good actor. I just, I've just i not seen it. Here's a lot of these dramatic movies. You know what? I watched the first three episodes of. The true detective HBO, he was good in that. He was insane. It it was, it had a kind of cult thing to it though. So I kind of pulled back from it, dude. I I can't handle that. And now we go to Sandra Bullock. And Sandra Bullock, she had this big moment in the 90s, kind of was not gone, but not an A lister, then came back and she's all of a sudden, she's got to be 45, 50. Oh, she's up there. And she's. An A-list, killing it, big money-making actress. Because number, oh, yeah. Speed awesome. was her big break. Like, Demolition Man wasn't even her breakthrough. Speed was the movie that brought her she was incredible into the in everyday world. she was in Demolition Man. Yeah, that, that, she's 54 years old. Tell am telling you, but look, in the last, I would say, 10 years, she's come back just... And it was, it was sad. I heard a lot of women say, as they age, they're going to get a lot of roles anymore. Dude, her and Jennifer Aniston ain't worried about that. They're killing it, dude. She... So in the 90s, speed was the big one, okay? Speed and that. Then, she, and also, Miss Congeniality was back then, too. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. Huge. Movie. All of a sudden, now, though, she could up with Blindside, The Proposal, Oh yeah. Um, Gravity. She is killing. Those movies were all great. Yeah, she's Like, I didn't love Blindside, it. but it was a cultural phenomenon. Everyone saw that movie. Everyone. Yeah, I, was like, eh. yeah I, I mean, I don't need that in my life, but everyone watched it and loved it. Dude, I loved Gravity. Gravity. In the theater was an experience. That's what I hear. I never seen it, dude. It's kind of like Avatar in three D. Watching the big screen. Yeah. It's been tw- fifteen years since Avatar came out. Ten years. I've not seen a movie that beautiful since on the big screen. Like, I, did it day? Did it? Did it age good? I haven't seen it since I watched watching it, the it on TV. It's still beautiful to look at. But that 3D technology, I was literally putting my hand in front of my glasses because yeah, yeah, the layers too. of like like specks of dust yeah. floating in the air. Most 3D movies like don't get poop gets thrown at the screen. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, oh, I gotta dodge the poop. Yeah, yeah, it's stupid. But three, Avatar time was just this layered world of textures of like tree and foliage. Man, I love that. But Sandra Bullock, I'm pumped. What what what's your Sandra Bullock movie that you love her the most? And when you think Sandra Bullock, what's the first movie that comes to mind? But your go to Sandra movie? Believe it or not, probably Congeniality, dude. That's I your. I love that movie. Love that movie. There's some really funny parts in it. It's just goofy. It. And then uh, Michael uh, Kane is gay. He's so funny. I... He's in love with Benjamin Bratt. <laughs> so Benjamin, Bratt Benjamin is Bratt's is so man. So good. Um, mine is probably Speed, dude. It's Speed or Demolition Man. One of those two. Demolition Man. You know, Demolition Man might be the one. Demolition Man. I really enjoyed that movie. There's the future, Taco Bell. So that's, that's a Sandra Bullock movie. Then you have literally, this is the, this, the, the, the one line from this movie that survived. Because no one watches this movie anymore. But there's one line in infamy that's still quoted all the time by Samuel L. Jackson. It's the line from this film. Samuel L. Jackson probably has two... I don't know what movie blew him up. I actually kind of do. This is before that though. No, this is after that. Oh, after Pulp? Yes, after Pulp. Pulp's ninety-four, ain't it? Yes, Pulp's ninety-four. Dang. People say ninety four is one of the greatest huge, years of dude, movies huge. in Huge. Now, Gabriel Jackson has the line of the film. It was in the trailer. Sticking of uh, what's his name? Um Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. I think Chappelle quoted it wrongly, and people quote it wrongly all the time. Cause when I say it. I always say, yeah, I killed them, and I hope they burn in hell, right? Yeah. That's not what he says. What does he say? He's like, yeah, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. That's what he says. But I always say, yes, I killed them. It, and I say it in the, in the, in the literally, in the sneaking, uh, what do you call it? The Chappelle voice. Chappelle, that skit was yeah. so huge. It was funny. It was so funny, but Samuel <clears throat> Jackson brings his character to life, dude. Oh my God! Seeing him working, and he—he's like a southerner, just the way he wears his clothes, the way he walks, the way he—the way he talks to white people—it's always, always hot, dude. This movie, Ugh. everyone's always it's just uncomfortable to watch. No one has air conditioning except for the stinking uh, the judge does and uh, Spacey does in his office. everyone else, though, always their skins always glistening with sweat, and they're always wearing suits. Three-piece suit in that And they're heat? just soaking through it. Dude, that's disc- I, 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 I would wear an undershirt every day of my life and hide that sweat. They just they just let it. I'm sweating, you know? Dude, but he works a... You see his house? He's got probably the nicest house in, in the area. It's a small, simple, nice house. So you tell this guy worked his whole life to provide for his family. Working a job at the stinking docks, uh, with tr- lumber, lumber no, yard. Yeah. Um, you see he's a provider, goes to church every week with his family. The guy's a good man. And he brings us to life, this character. Um, he's great in it. and I, He's I, so good. If I had to ask, what would be your Samuel L. Jackson movie? I mean, do I have to ask? It's the same for both of us, isn't it? Because of the dialogue, yeah. It's, it's pulp, dude. It's, it's, it's Paul. I mean, that's... The scene, his the, character. The, the diner scene, is my, uh, like, uh, the epitome of the stamp on his. I mean, his true romance scene is pretty funny, but. <laughs> no, but that, that scene inspires me to this day. The way he handles, uh, what's her name? Honey Bunny. Oh, my gosh, is he amazing in that. Listen, when well, I talk to people, I talk to people that just don't believe in God at all. I'll quote Pulp Fiction. I'm like, dude, like it's like the Julius moment. You got to, yeah. Because did God stop the bullets? It's, 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 it's like that the way he frames it. I'm like, I just, it just, it helped me as a person. That movie was that powerful in my life. So, love Samuel Jackson. And then we go into a bunch of smaller roles. We got Kevin Spacey, who's dead now. The guy, He's his career's over. His career's over. Um, Spacey's dead, but man, he had a good career. What's your, what's your Kevin Spacey movie? What's your ones, when you think of Kevin Spacey, what's the one movie you think of? Um, either Seven or American Beauty. Um, Usual Suspects. Oh, man. I forgot. Dude, he's got great roles. He's got roles. American Beauty uh, get the Academy Award for. Yeah, he's... That, I remember reading an interview with Tom Hanks watching American Beauty and thinking, why can't I get roles like this? That's how huge that movie was. Like, it, the dude, performance. Man. Spacey. He starts out and he gives away the ending. It's crazy. Oh, you don't even care. Man. Then Charles Dutton as the sheriff. He was Listen, awesome. I don't know where he is now, what he's doing. I hope he's alive. I used to love his show. What, what channel was it on? Was it on Fox? Uh, probably, I don't know, UPN. Rock something. Live, something like that? It was Rock? It was just called Rock. But then they, they gave, so Rock. Live Studio Audience? I think it was Rock for like Rock Live for the last two seasons. Okay. I've he was first of all, he was great. He is a He's good. good actor, strong, proud man. Yeah, Love him as an actor. Donald Sutherland plays um, McConaughey's uh, mentor. Drunk, a drunk judge oh, down Oh, drunk, bro. Walking around with a bottle and a glass. <laughs> Talking to him in his yard. Dude, I'm like watching him. Now, do you think when movie actors do these movies, are they drinking alcohol, you think, or no one? I know? would assume. Because you do more than one take. Yeah. You get sloshed doing one scene. Man, he's a drunk in <laughs> dude, this movie. Yes. And he's got the greatest name ever Lucian. It's such a good name. <laughs> Look at you, dude. Uh, what, Donald Sutherland, I've liked him a lot. I remember him from my favorite movie he was in was a movie called The Puppet Masters, which no, it was, it was an old sci fi. Oh, sci-fi. My gosh. Really? With the aliens? Yeah, I liked that? that alien no, movie. it was a good movie, but I forgot he was in that. Yeah, the, the aliens that go in your back and put yeah, you in your spinal and they cord. Talk through you. And the one girl's in it. That one girl. The curly hair, the girl from Tommy Boy? Is it Tommy Boy? I thought it was a girl from Set of, Set of a Woman. No. Oh, wrong thing. Yeah, it a girl from Tommy Boy, with the curly hair. But I, I really liked that movie. Um a It was a good sci-fi movie. I just like a good sci-fi film. Did they beat them? I can't remember if they beat him or not. I don't remember that movie. It's so long ago. I liked him in that, though, and you know what? I really liked him in the original Buffy the Vampire Slater. You never seen? Be- oh, he was great in Buffy, dude. He was the 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 butler guy, the trainer trainer. The butler guy. Yeah, he, yeah, he trained. He he was, was, yeah, he trains the slayers. Um, dude, you never watched Beerfest, did you? No, I didn't. He watch was Be- fantastic. Beerfest is the one you told me about, where uh, Bill Paxton plays Jimmy you know, Buffett wannabe. No, that's uh the one where they go the on the island. Um, Lizard? No, it's they're called Broken Lizard. Oh, it was. Uh, but that he was coconut Pete. <laughs> coconut. Yeah. Pete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the funniest hilarious. Son I of actually... a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I haven't seen the you movie. You must be talking about my song. What does he say? It's margarita. Margarita. It's um. Pina colada berg. <laughs> <laughs> Pina colada berg is so <laughs> stupid. Oh. <laughs> But, um, okay, anyway, so Ashley Judd plays his wife. And this movie's tough because he almost has an affair. Yeah. It teeters on the edge of that. Okay. She's kind of borderline racist, too. Dude, it's the South. Your poor daughter's got to be called that. Your lover? I'm like, oh my gosh, mom? Dude, and she blames him for all of it. Yes. She beats him up. Dude. Ashley judges earlier in her career, and a judge, I feel like, I looked at her movie, movie, like, filmology, or filmography, and uh, she doesn't have a lot of big, huge roles in her career. It's crazy, Is her t- t- two other sisters are, like, huge country singers. Is she a Judd? She's a Judd. Juds, the Juds. She's a Judd. Oh my goodness! She, um, the Judds were getting some kind of big award, and she was presented it. That's awesome! Yeah, it's that's, crazy. That's really cool. Um, then you got Kiefer Sutherland, who is the son wow. of Donald, plays, oh, yeah, plays Freddie Lee. So, listen, what's crazy is these two good old boys. Listen, that guy, the one, the, the mean, arrogant one, that tank top with the belly is the most nastiest, dirtiest. And he had that crazy mullet, that oh, yeah. straight-up dirty he mullet. He had the Post Malone going, dude. <laughs> What do you see the guy look like? He looks like a hybrid of Post Malone and David Cross. Dude. He really does, dude. It's crazy. That skinny frame with the beard belly and that tight top t- not covering his belly. That's hey, blue gums. Like, holy crap, dude, he was racing yeah. away we couldn't even imagine. But these guys get arrested. And they, they're going. The evidence is crazy. They got a shoe in the back of the truck. They got blood in the truck. They have The, the whole town seen them driving, driving through the drunk. Driving through the area drunk. Sneaking, they're getting brought into court, and his whole family. These, the one guy, um, Cody Lee, his whole family's watching. Kiefer, someone's watching with the mom, watching up, the, watching, bring up the stairs, and dude, Samuel Jackson stuck in in the middle of the night, hid there all night. Yeah, he's stuck in the window in the middle of the night, wait the general closet, breaks out with a sticking machine gun, and kills those boys dead. On the steps, and Kiefer sees this, and he calls for the clan to come. To help him fight for white man's rights. Kiefer can play a dirty. Oh, he's mean. He plays. I'm um, Stand By Me. He can play that dirty, mean, hateful character really well, dude. Really well. I know he's got a hero now on TV. But back in the movie time, I always knew him as kind of the bad guy. Yeah. Um, Lost Boys. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, Kiefer's Freddie Lee. Yep. Listen this, Patrick McGuhan, the judge. I knew I knew him from somewhere. I'm watching, I'm like, who do I know this guy from? He's the king in Braveheart. <sighs> he is. He's he told, hates his son. Hates his son, yeah. dude. Throws his lover out the window. Yeah. Remember this? Don't dude. Dude, that's crazy, dude. Oh, yeah. And then such an established takes his takes his knife and smacks him, dude. He is a brutal king. Um, but uh then you have Oliver Platt, who's great. He's wonderful in this, Chris Cooper as Deputy how, Dwayne. How they're in how getting dinner, and she won't even serve him. And she's like, well, you did handle her divorce. <laughs> <He's>, he comes <laughs> her husband, dude. That's right. He's a divorce lawyer in town, and, dude, she wouldn't take his order. Listen, in a small town, that's what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. divorce never sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> dude. That's funny, dude. dude. Listen. Uh, what's funny about Flint is, Flint is Flint is a city with a small town feel. Oh, People yeah. know each other like crazy. That's just gonna happen. It's gonna happen someday. It's gonna be great. I know. If someone in didn't, didn't like me, I would. I would. I would be so, so. I wouldn't get mad or nothing. I think it was hilarious. I would think it was hilarious personally. Um, but um, um, so then you have Chris Cooper as Deputy Dwayne. Chris Cooper is great. Chris Cooper's a good actor, man. There's a lot of smaller roles, a lot of, uh, he's never really the main character, he's always kind of like a supporting cast, he's kind of like one of those, he's like a little season you put on a, a meal, make it a little bit better, Yeah. you know, and uh, he plays, dude, he, when Samuel Jackson. was the dad in American Beauty. Yes, he is, next door neighbor dad, he was great in that, also great in the Muppets, he's the villain, he's Tex, rich man. <laughs> X Never Mitch seen uh, dude. Movies. His song, my kids, I used to sing it. <laughs> oh, dude, he was in the Kingdom with Jamie Foxx. He, he was, was dude. Um, also, an adaptation, which I didn't like, but he was good in it. Um, but his scene, when he's like, he locked Someone actually shoots the bad, bad, the kid, the guys who raped his daughter, and shoots a cop on accident. Well, it was um, ricochet, hit him in the knee. Took his knee, we cleaned it it was off. marble floors. And he loses his leg. Dude, his family hates Samuel L. Jackson. He's on the stand. Oh, man. Samuel L. Jackson tells, tells his lawyer, McConaughey, ask him if he thinks I should go to jail. And McConaughey's like, no, it's a stupid thing. This guy has no leg. And he, when he comes up there on his crutches, the whole, it's so quiet. And you, everyone watches him crutch up to the stinking stand. I mean, the sympathy vote is huge right yeah. then. And to ask him that question, they do, and he's like, you got to cut him loose. It was, it was, you turn him loose. <laughs> I got a little girl. Dude. Someone rapes her. Oh, Dude, man. it is a crazy, he's so good at small role. Oh, my God. Dude. All the black people, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, then you have this random little role. Uh, Kurtwood Smith plays the Grand Dragon Stump. Listen, the scenes with the, the, the clan are really hard to watch for me. Like, no, they're good, God fearing clan. Dude, it's, (laughs) it's, it's we said clan is Mr. Religion down there, dude. Historically, it's it's really crazy stuff, man. And uh, that's why, I mean, dude, there's a lot of things I could say. I'm I'm, I'm gonna gonna be careful, walk through this very carefully. But that guy's a guy from Robocop and that 70s show. That was was him. He's just Fred, dude. Dude, he gets stinking Molotov cocktailed. I didn't realize that was him. He's the red robe. Yeah, the Grand Dragon dude. Stump's dead. <laughs> it's over, dude. Holy crap. Dude, when they bust that dude with the sticking suitcase bomb, holy crap, dude. The, oh, so this movie it's a lot of things going on. I'll tell you what. Um, John Deal, he plays the the KKK guy who's giving the cops all the information. I could, oh, I could Mickey Mouse Yes. Mickey Mouse two. Mickey Mouse, yep. He doesn't have any lines, but he's a, he. You know what role he was in that he was amazing? I recognize him. I don't know where I know him from. Stripes. He was the dumbass on Stripes. Remember? He was, uh, they were going around and talking, and learning about everybody. And he goes, yeah, you know, I figured I'd sign up before I got drafted. And then the drill instructor's like, son, there ain't no draft no more. And he's like, there was one. <laughs> it's like and it was like laughing. <laughs> oh my god! He's like the idiot, dude. Dude, um, but he he saved Sandra Bullock, dude. He saves a big time. He's a he's a few people. Yeah, it's he sad. does. Dude, his secretary's husband gets killed, dude. Oh my god! The gosh, movie has real dude. losses, real. His house gets burned down, dude. His down, dude. his "Dog yeah, is dead, dude." Straight up, almost has an affair, dude. Dude, and Platt calls him on it. Yeah. Marriage fell apart on the edge of an affair. And he was, due twice. He almost, pulling the plate up that close, man. That, you don't want, listen, you don't want to be intoxicated in a girl's hotel room when your wife's mad at you. You don't want to be in that position. <laughs> so, so, that's the cast of the film. Now, don't put yourself in a position with a hot, dark-haired girl. <laughs> okay, so we want to say the red Room t-shirt oh, thread. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, here we go. If you want to support the podcast, you can go to thread, redroom.threadless.com. We have a brand new t-shirt design there on the web on, uh, on the website. It is our brand new "Raised yeah. by Movies: Rocky" t-shirt. Oh, you wearing the shirt, baby? So, yeah. Mail them out. You should be getting, The last shipment went out. I sent like, like two more yesterday. So you're getting yours Monday. Um, so Who's got them so far? How what? many people? I sent like three of them out. I sent three more today. Awesome. Did uh, Swansea boys get them? Or yeah, boys? Okay. the boys got them there. So, so she, And I have like 10 more on me. So if anyone wants them, I have some around town. I put them in my car. If you see me, How if much you want. are they? I'd like say 15 bucks. Okay. So Worth I have them Because they're good t-shirts. They're great t-shirts. Um, but run them at th- list.com. Th- th- Redrum.threadless.com. You can find the new design. It's not Flint City shirts, is it? Yeah, Flint City Shirts made these. They're good t-shirts. They're really well, the good. ones I have are Flint City. The ones online are made by Threadless. Okay. So the ones I have on, on personally Mine Flint City? Yeah, Flint City. Okay. Now uh, so that's that's if you want a good t-shirt, we have a Dang Gina um des- and you know what's crazy? Our Dang Gina design is getting some uh, um some of the designers on Threadless, this is the guys who make design shirts for a living have given our, our, our T-shirt design some thumbs up saying, "Oh, this is great. I got email like, great design, guys. And I'm like, okay. Like, we're not a T-shirt company. That's awesome. People are like liking our design because everyone that knows Martin is like, that's great. That's so creative. We're like, thank you. <laughs> so we said, dang, because of copyright. <laughs> 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 Amongst other reasons. Um, now we're going to get into the second meat of this podcast, and it's going to get tough. Okay, so first, we're going to go with the tough one, and, and we're probably going to disagree on this, Tony and I, and it's allowed I had this racist wrong. Watching movies and movies. That's your racist wrong? Listen, movies for us. You know what? For a lot of us, movies for us were like religion as kids. Here's the thing that's unhealthy. If I see a movie, somebody does wrong, like so bad, and they get killed really fast and painless, I'm pissed. Um, I thought... On a small scale, it's like watching uh, CIA, digital intelligence. I want Bateman to pay for being a yeah. jerk. He got punched in the face once. I wanted a worse penalty for him. Yeah. B- you wanted torture. I wanted him to... Because he did so much awfulness. You can never match that, though. You can't match it. Maybe it's going when he loses his wife and his job or something. You know, you want there to be some kind of, like, satisfaction. And, um... <laughs> and, um... But here's the thing. What I, goes around comes around is the great Justin Timberlake has said. So here's the deal. I'm watching, with my, I'm watching with my wife. First of all, the opening is horrible. Wow. I'm watching it, and these guys do this stuff to the little girl. And I'm, I, listen, I am a, a pastor. I preach Jesus every day of my life. I love Jesus. I follow Jesus. I believe his way is the best way. But if someone did this to my child, I think I'd want to kill him, dude. I would. And Angie's like, Ernesto, you know that's wrong. I'm like, I know it's wrong, babe, but it's in there. Like, it's in me. Like, and some people are not like this, Tony. Some people, like, go to the law. They trust you the law. you see his face when she told him that she couldn't have kids? Dude. I would have cut off the dang-dangs, dude. I would have made him for life, that's for sure. That... Movies have given... That's in me. I don't know that's the street. I don't know if that's Flint. I don't know if that's movies. But in there is... It's all the above. It is. It's all the above. It is. And even though... Here's the deal. The best part of me says, I don't want to be consumed with vengeance. But another part of me says, I'm hiding in the janitor's closet all night long. So... Blaise, Oh my! God. That's actually great. Can't be how good that joke it's the is. The best part of the whole movie, dude. I mean, it's a little bit, a little bit prejudiced, but it's really <laughs> funny. But um, like watching that movie, um, Gone be gone. Oh my gosh! Also a moral quandary. But this movie, you're literally on his team. I think, right? You're supposed to be on his yeah. team. But uh, what's are. crazy is. They don't prove he's insane. No, they don't. They don't prove he's insane. Like, he, I'm he's kinda, not insane. I'm kind of not with the ending. Dude, like, he, they don't make their case. Like, he knew what he was doing. Oh yeah. He told, kind of before he was going to do what he did. He he says. He tells the court. Yeah. I did it. Like, he, he they deserve to die the way they died. Premeditated, partner. Dude. I'm not saying it's just weird because they don't have a legal case to make him not guilty. maybe no gas chamber, but not guilty is crazy. Listen, it like a jury, a sympathetic jury, has given you twenty years and no gas. So this is crazy. but part of me... Wants him not to go to prison because his family. Like the scene when he walks out the, the courtroom and his daughter's there, Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. Here's the thing. Do you wait and see what happens in their day in court, and then take Justin in your hand? Here's the reality. I think personally, I either got to I got to either let it go, or 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 make take it on my own. I don't, think I, could, I don't think I could just sit there. It, it, would, it would drive me crazy. You know what I'm saying? It would break me as a person. And I think it makes me raise this wrong because I don't want to be... Here's the deal. If someone... Like, it's, like, it's like the other F word we watched. That movie about dads where his son died in the crash. He wanted to go kill himself, but he couldn't because he had other kids who needed to be there. If I went and, say, and murdered someone for hurting my family... What, I'm going to leave my wife and other kids? I'm going to trade their life and for my life, essentially? Speaking of which, if you've never seen The Other F Word, watch it. Oh, my god. Listen, gosh. if you have daddy issues, it's going to burn your life down. Dude, when he was like, I started thinking about the gun at home, and then I started getting happy. Oh, my god! The Other F Word is a movie about... All these old punk, punk rockers rock dads who who never had their dads were pieces of crap, and they grew up and actually decided to love their kids. They didn't leave their kids. They actually like dote on their kids and go to their like PTA meetings, and they're all oh, tatted yes. up with yeah. like crazy big old like gauge ears out, dude they're like they're like 38-year-old punk rockers. Please please at his daughter's ballet recital with dominatric pants on. <laughs> <laughs> ah. It's crazy. But they love their kids and it's it's, it's beautiful. It's sweet cuz it's beautiful. Dude. Oh, anyway, I'm sorry. It took us but the Listen, I don't know how you made it through this movie. Listen, I, I I'm I'm preaching the 10 commandments right now at church and it's crazy how the murder one is the one I'm scared of. What is number eight? I'm stealing. Oh, man, that ain't shit. <laughs> After murder and adultery, it's nothing, dude. Raise this right. Here's something. These movies, one thing the movies did for me. I'm going to say something. I'm not going to be brutal. You can raise your nestle at uh, flintcitychurch.com. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. People said when Obama was elected Being- president... Careful, people said when Obama elected president, racism was over, and it's not. Everybody has prejudice in their heart. Everybody, I'm not white, and I got it in me. Just you, you grow up around your own people, your own, your own, like your people. You're and, and it's very easy to see other people a certain way. And some prejudices aren't even mean. Like I assume Asians are intelligent. That is an assumption I'm making based upon like. That's the one you think? I'm saying that's a kind one, right? I mean, they can't drive. (laughs) You're so stupid. You're so stupid. Hey, you don't want breakfast? You're so (laughs) stupid, dude. Um, So here's the deal. Antonio and I are Mexican. Mexican? I think by now the audience knows this. Okay. But what's weird about us is we grew up in two worlds. We have our family who was very Mexican. Our, my, our, our grandma dancing to town music, being in Texas in a very Mexican town with Mexican culture. But we spend our time in Michigan, and we didn't have a lot of family around when we were kids. We, especially when we'd leave Flint, when we'd leave to go like to the UP or when we went to Waterford, we weren't because grandma went back to Texas. Yeah. So our culture became very Anglo. We were in the white world. You know what I'm saying? And Here's the fact of the matter, is that um, in America, there's tension between white and black. It's a real tension. And be Mexican, we live in the middle of that. And once in a while, it spills onto us. Tony, you had an incident happen to you just recently, where you were surprised by prejudice. You didn't even see it. Under, it was under the surface, Hidden. And it came out, and you had to had leave, yeah? Yeah, but I'm not getting into that. Okay. Um, yeah, it happens. <laughs> it happens. Um, okay, I'll say I'll go personal versus p- cultural. Sometimes I don't want to be a racist. I watch movies like this, and I'm like, it's out there. Like a movie like Shaft is stupid, because it's not like that. But American History X, holy crap! Remember the, the dinner, the, the dinner room conversation where Dad's just like, "Yeah, think about it." It's little things like that. That's how it's it's passed. You know what I'm saying? That Bill Pullman, that scene, the scene in American History X where um, oh no no that was the dad from uh, Boy Meets World. Yes. Wow, was that scene. That scene just, when Edward Furlong starts realizing that's where it started. Yes. Because the brother used to be all about. He led the, wow, te- he led his teacher, the teacher, like the dude. books he was reading. And, he's, and he introduces ideas and just, just slowly introduces a little bit of poison into the kid's head. Dude. And that's how it goes, dude. It, it just I've heard people I care about. Say racist things. I went to a wedding once of a good friend, and his uncle called me Geronimo the whole wedding. What? Native American, right? Geronimo. I know, but it, it, it was—he was just being. He'd laugh. He was—he was, he was being—he was being stupid. Oh my gosh! He, How long ago was this? This was on college. you didn't beat his ass. No, because here's the reality. I know this guy probably grew up. This guy grew up. He's a redneck, grew up down south. And I'm like, I am I'm want wow. to win this guy over. And by that time, I, like, I won him over. He, he call it by my name. It's it a small victory. What start calling you? Tonto? <laughs> oh, stupid. Jeez. Dude, duty. I understand that it's a the world that people grow up in these terrible worlds. There's a lot of, I had a guy, I pastored a church for I was at a church for 15 years, dude, down south. When I left, I had an old man tell me, when you came to pastor here, I didn't like you because I didn't like Mexicans. Old white man, he said, I rented to some. I thought they were all, they were all thieves. Oh, they're all hardworking. <laughs> He's like, I thought they were all thieves and they're all just gangsters. He goes, I don't want to give you a chance. He goes, but you know what? He goes, over the last few years, I've come to love you. That's a powerful thing. A 60- Do I know him? No, this guy's like 70, 80-year-old man. This is, a, this is an old man, dude. Like, the guys, it's, it's the world's changed on him, you know, big Jeez. time. Racism is out there, man. And I I don't want to add to it. I don't want to be a racist. Um, It's tough, dude. When I was in high school, you were there. People used to make racist jokes to me because they thought I'm a Mexican friend. I can like racist to him, and he won't care. All our friends did. All our friends did. And, dude, I never liked it. Why would you? If they thought we're so cool, I can do it. I'm like, I took it, but I'm like. Listen, dude. When I was, like, 16, a person of very much power and a very, very heavy influence on me. Comes up to me and says, what's the difference between a Mexican and a park bench? And I was somewhere where they should not be talking like this. And I'm a kid. And I'm like, I don't know. And he said, oh, a park bench can support somebody. And I have never forgot that, dude. And it's like, what would compel you to even say that to a young kid who's trying to figure out who they are at an all-white place? Like, dude. Dude. It wasn't cool then and it's not cool now. I, t- I tell my kids a lot. I tell my, t- my children, are, they look white. Yeah. Like they have some of my characteristics. They look, Angie inherited a lot of Angie's fair Very skin. Very fair skin, yeah. I tell them, listen, when you see kids at school being mean, because they go to a school that's primarily white, there's like one, uh, one black kid, and they're, 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 you know, that's it. Like, You see kids, if there's ever a kid being mean to a brown kid or a black kid, you remember, you're brown. And my, my son was like, but Dad, I don't look brown. I'm like, but you're half me. You're half brown. If you ever see anyone, if you ever see someone come to school and they're kind of on their own, you go out to them. You, you, we have to love the outsiders because we've been the outsiders for a long time. It's still out there, man. It is. And what's crazy is the conversation in America is so hard. You can't talk about any of it. You can't talk about, like, some, once, some people say everything's racism. And some people say nothing is. And those are both, of course, wrong, but there is something still in America. Yeah, us. And so I'm not trying to be guilt trip. If you're a white person, I'm not trying to guilt trip you and say you're a bad person. I'm saying we all gotta check ourselves and just be careful of being having racist views. Like, I don't know. I see people want to come into America from Latin America. My heart breaks for what they're going through, dude. It does. Oh, man. Because they want to come to America and make a better life for themselves. Listen, the immigrants that want to come to, a lot of the immigrants that want to come up to, to, the, to the border and work, a lot of Mexicans and Guatemalans, will work harder than I ever will have to. They work more hours harder than I work straight up. And I'm a hard worker, so are you. But I don't want to get too much into that stuff, politics crap. I'm just saying, a movie like this makes me sad. And you know what? Someone says that too. I'm scared of the Klan. Holy crap, dude. There's a town in, we live near. All these towns that I work in now are little tiny towns. Dude, we live in, there's a town here in Michigan, and everyone knows the dragon, the, the grand dragon of Michigan used to live in this town. And there was jokes. Don't go to that town. Yeah, oh yeah. And I still don't like it. I still no. don't go there. I go around it. Just because I'm like, I, part of me thinks I'm, I don't want to be anywhere near that place if that stuff's still around. The clan, that's like boogeyman crap to me, dude. Oh, yeah. I can't even watch movies like Jackie, Jackie Robinson, you know, the baseball movie. Yeah. I can't watch it. I, I can't watch a man be deg- just, just denigrated and pushed down. I can't watch Cedar Chavez. I can't watch that stuff. No, I started it. it I hurts me too deep. So... Jeez, dude. Holy cow. Let's get to our comedy next. Okay, <laughs> that sounds like a really, really good idea. For next month's uh, vote, vote, Ola, The next month's vote, we got a good, a good vote. It's, it's, it's finally getting warm in Michigan, and I'm happy, dude. I, the warmth makes me feel. I feel, it, I feel better as a person. I know, dude. The cold, it, it just wears you down, man. The gray. Michigan, we don't it's get a lot Leah of Telling you, dude, there is no God, and wolves will kill you. Um, <laughs> that's what Neeson learned in that Timberwolves. Movie. Um, we're doing two summer movies head to head. We've got Summer Rental, John Candy, an early John Candy movie. I mean, that's early Summer Rental versus Summer School, with uh, the guy from uh Nickelodeon, right? What Nickelodeon? Was he a Nickelodeon show for a while? Uh, Mark, what's his name? I can't remember his name, but it's- a Mark c- Harmon. Mark Harmon. Dude, so summer rental versus summer school. I thought, was on a, I thought he was on a game show on Nickelodeon for a while. It's Mark Summers. <laughs> <laughs> double Dare, <laughs> Bull. Double, Dude, I love Double Dare. There was the bomb, dude. Dude, you've been, dude, Double Dare was so great. As a kid, you dreamed of going to Nickelodeon Studios. Oh, man. That and the Super Toy Run. Oh my gosh, Toy World would have been great! Yep. Toys R Us. Was that a show or just a contest you won? A contest you won, like, contest you won on, uh, I don't know what's. Nickelodeon or something. Yeah, was no that problem. was, you ran through a Toys R Us and, and you had what, a minute or something. And you had to get back in time uh-huh. or you got nothing. So if you got too greedy, to you, you got nothing. That's a brutal, brutal thing. Dude, my kids and I watched a game show recently, watched um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? No, not, not that one. Deal or no deal? Howie? Yes. It's back on TV now. It's back on TV. New episodes. And my kids, it's the craziest thing because they watch people say no deal and get nothing. You know what I'm saying? You see guys just... And my daughter's like, take the money. So (laughs) stupid. It's so stupid. Um, But listen, Summer Rental for Summer School. And that's our our next movie for May. So vote. Vote. So listen. So... We have to lighten up the stinking podcast. Yes, after this one. This this movie, listen. I I don't even like really getting into this. It's such a stinking crazy one. This movie, though, holds up something fierce. Great acting, great plotting. Um, It's hard to do in a movie. Like Angie and I argued because she said, you don't kill a person, Ernesto. I'm like, babe, I know. But what if it was our baby? Like it, it's tough because you're with them. I'm with them. I am too. <sighs> Especially when you see just what kind of dirt bags those guys are. And the one guy has no, no remorse. No, He's he smiled at me. That was funny. There's two men inside of me, dude. One of them loves Jesus, and one of them is a street hood rat, dude. That's a weird thing. Street justice just... Oh, <sighs> okay. Listen to the, you listen to the podcast at iTunes Podcast Store or on Spotify. If you like the show, you can leave a review. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Red Rum Theater. Uh, as always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next month at the Red Room Theater.